Ahora, this. Woody Allen. Or yeah, wait, yeah. Four thousands of years. The story of an advanced civilization captured our imagination. This civilization was rich in wealth and resource. A center of commerce. And trade inhabited by a noble and powerful race created by Poseidon for his wife, Crato. (laughs) (laughs) This civilization, it's this is, but wait, uh, thrive and oh shit, (laughs) (laughs) do it again. How'd you go Go from the beginning? Okay, here you go. We got it, we got it. For thousands of years, the story of an advanced civilization captured our imaginations. This civilization was rich in wealth and resource, a center of commerce and trade inhabited by a noble and powerful race (laughs) created by Poseidon for his wife. This civilization thrived and prospered until one day they got greedy. One day they were here. Then the next day were gone. This is a story of morality and virtue. This is the story of Atlantis. Atlantis. He's talking and I'm not and I'm just... And then I'm talking. <laughs> no, but wait, wait! I have something for him. Boom! You get shot down. Now you're just fucking me, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids. The Weird History and Eerie Tales podcast. Concentrate on the news. It's what we do. Wow. <laughs> FYI, there's nothing wrong. Over 11,000 years ago, <laughs> there existed an island nation located in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, populated by a noble and powerful race. The people of this land possess great wealth thanks to the natural resources found throughout the island. The island was a center for trade and commerce. The rulers of this land held sway <laughs> over the people and land of their island and well into Europe and Africa. This was the island of Atlantis. Okay, now read it like if it was a Michael Bay trailer. Over 11,000 years ago, there existed an island nation located in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, populated by a noble and powerful <laughs> race. The people of this land possess great wealth thanks to the natural resources found throughout their island. The island was a center for trade and commerce. The rulers of the, this land held sway over the people and land of their own island and well into Europe and Africa. This was the island of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the show. I am your host, Moses Sorry, and with me is my brother, Josh, and my other co-host, Hey, Itachi. And with us tonight, for the fucking second episode of the show, with us not tonight is Renee. And for Renee, we have one word for you. One, two, three. Puto! <laughs> 
if you guys haven't, if you guys hadn't guessed by the all this shit we just said, this episode is gonna be about Atlantis, the mythical, maybe mythical, maybe mythical city of Atlantis. Do you guys remember the first time you guys heard of Atlantis, or the first time it just piqued your interest? When well, it was from the the Disney movie. That's where I heard. Was that yours? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Same here. It's it's, that's where I heard mine from. To be honest, I thought I was just like, oh hey, it's just another Disney movie. I didn't think it was like revolving some kind of like mythical tale. I'm surprised you watched that movie because when I ask people, have you watched that movie? A lot of people people say no. Like I've never seen that movie before. It's because not one of the princes, bro. Sure. Yeah. True. For the like, like you guys, my brother. That was uh, that was a movie we would watch a lot. It was a, a lot. good movie. It was, we, we would watch it a lot. I mean, Milo, right? That was his... Uh, yeah, the, the Milo. Milo. It, it's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I have no idea how good it actually is. But when I was a kid, I was like, damn, this is the best movie I've ever seen. For the longest time, I always conf- I always had two cities com- I always had two cities mixed up. What is? El Dorado and Atlantis. I always yeah. thought Atlantis was the city of gold underwater. And it wasn't until, until those two fucking movies came out that I realized... <laughs> <laughs> I was mixing two completely different like legends and like myths and shit. Wait, is that the one? Because there's another. I'm not sure. If it was, I guess it was another Disney movie about um, they w- they would go outer space and it was this kid that looked like the main character from Atlantis, except he had like some freaking rat tail or some shit. What? Yeah. Outer space. Yeah. A movie? Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. Watch. I had to freaking find this. shit. Was right, that the on. one where like he travels in like in his ship in space? He he has like, it almost looks like he has a freaking that that skateboard from Back to the Future because that's what he uses like to go around. He has a hoverboard. It's like a hoverboard. Wait, and bro, this is a movie high? and not a show. Nah, it's a movie. A movie. Yeah. And what was the point of the movie? He just went into space just to fuck shit up. Basically, <laughs> it was like space and pirates and shit like that. It was weird. I don't fucking remember that. That, that does not sound like Disney watch, at all. Watch when when I show it to you, you're gonna be like. This one, Treasure Planet. Okay, yeah. You know which one's I know. Fuck. Check yeah. it out. Check Show it me out. a picture of Treasure Planet. Yeah, I remember that bullshit. It almost looks like it's like from the same creators too, or the same like. That animated. does not look like anything to, I've, I've I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. No, you never. S- no. No. What the fuck? That looks like they made that after Atlantis before the Road to El Dorado. Yeah. <laughs> All the same creators. All the same creators. Yeah, look. Here's a. Uh, Treasure Planet, right? And here's Atlantis. Milo. Holy shit. <laughs> it's the same fucking poster. <laughs> it's the same, like, palette. Yeah. So yeah. so, th- so that was your earliest memory? It was the movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yours too? Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I, I, always com- I, I had always both of those confused. Yeah. Yeah, those, that... The road told the rock... The road told the rock... The, uh, the whole city of gold. Yeah. I thought that was a whole thing... That and Atlantis. I thought it was just one big golden city underwater. But yeah, that's what this episode is going to revolve around. It's going to revolve around Atlantis, s- certain myths, mm-hmm. Plato. We're going to talk a little bit about Plato's epic poem, whether it's true or not. Do you think? Do you think Atlantis is true? Before, before I mean, we start. To be honest, yeah, only because the the world has been around for so long that there there's it's like everything's been told just like. By word of mouth, because a, a lot of these these tales have been, if they were written, all the, all the scriptures and whatnot are lost for sure. So there's there's no other way for you guys to know really about much of it unless it's like word of mouth and just like yeah. this has been said from like generations and generations. So I, I I do really think that 
at one point there was, a, if it's not Atlantis, a civilization just like Atlantis. Do you believe there was Atlantis? Uh, I want to believe there's a city of Atlantis, but uh, I don't know. Thank you. Uh, I really can't say. I really thank can't you, say. Dana Scully. Yeah. I, I, really I, say. I actually do believe there was a city of Atlantis, but do I believe that it was like, they had all this like super power electricity that's true. That's and true. power that's and nuclear like supposedly like oh, fucking like there was a lot of nonsense looking like when I was looking at the script like looking up info for this episode mm-hmm. there was a lot of theories about how they had nuclear power back then the city ran out nuke you know yeah and I was just like oh shit no nah, that's too much that's mm-hmm. that's going that's going too off the deep end yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of there's you could fuck this. The, this Atlantis topic, it could string out into so many different things. There's alien theories with it. Mm-hmm. There's dinosaur theories in uh, involving. There's the Bermuda Triangle theory. There's so many things that involve with the whole city of Atlantis. And we're just gonna just, we're not even gonna scratch the surface on this episode. We're just gonna talk about what intrigued us, and then you, the listener, you guys could go out and look up the shit that you find interesting or things that you knew about it that we didn't. Talk about in this episode, so uh, Achi's gonna start us off. Okay, so here are uh, a few things that that we looked up on Atlantis. So one of them is, according to the legend, Atlantis belonged to Poseidon, the god of the sea. Okay, um, Poseidon created Atlantis for his love, Plato, which nestled at the top of a hill near the middle of the island, and it was surrounded with rings of water to protect his love. Plato then gave birth to five sets of twin boys. That's a lot of fucking twins. God damn. <laughs> That's a lot of twins. Stacks Ten. on stacks on stacks. Who would go on to become the first rulers of Atlantis. Oh, damn. So all they all just took turns? Like, hey, it's your time to rule. Well, the, the you know, as, you're gonna, you know, as we're going to find out later on, they split Atlantis. Because Atlantis, like, when we think of Atlantis, we think of, of like, an island. Like when they when Plato and them talked about it, he kind of talked about it more of in like a state, uh-huh. not a continent, uh-huh. but bigger than an island. Like think of it like if um, uh, like New York or something. Okay. Okay. Like so, I think that's too big, but it was big enough where it wasn't. You just needed one ruler. It was big enough where you needed more than Seven. one. Yeah. yeah. So fucking Plato would popped out ten different rulers and shit. You have a, the north side of the island? Yeah, that's basically just split it up. Damn. Yeah. Must be nice. Keep in the family. So, uh, next one. Atlantis was divided and given, obviously, to their five children with Atlantis. The elders born, given the central hill, basically the capital. Or Atlas is actually the eldest born. Man, the Atlantis, Atlas. Dude, they were not creative with their names. Nope. They're like, what is this place called? All right, that's what this boy's Were we in the Atlantic Ocean? Let's call ourselves... Atlantis. What were we name our first kid? Atlas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like Mexicans with uh, Jose and Juan. Oh, my God. All right. So on this hill was the temple of the great Poseidon. It housed a giant gold statue of Poseidon riding a chariot. Damn, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, pulled by winged horses. Whoa. Very extravagant. Uh, it was here in this temple that the rulers of Atlantis would come together to discuss past laws and pay tribute. Yeah, you know, so for basic, you know, so basically for generations, the Atlanteans, you know, they lived simple, virtuous lives. Mm. But slowly they began to change. Greed and power began to corrupt them. 
When Zeus saw the immorality of the, Atlantis, of the Atlanteans, he gathered the other gods to determine a suitable punishment. And some of the immoralities that Zeus saw the Atlanteans like get into mm-hmm. are, um, Josh, can you read those next three? <coughs> yeah. Uh, right. So uh, God started to uh, intermarry with humans. Yeah. So, so so yeah. So remember back then, remember well like not back then, but technically humans were born to serve the gods. The gods. So the gods started getting like kind of angry, like why the f-? and like seeing other gods, basically you know the son of Poseidon marrying humans. So it's kind of you know so that's a, that that's one of the things that ticked off Zeus apparently. Wow. Uh, the Atlanteans became more greedy for more than they had, and they decided to conquer the lands around the Mediterranean Sea, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So they decided to conquer the lands around the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. So soon, in one violent surge, it was gone. The islands of Atlantis, its people, and its memory were swallowed by the sea. Angered by the Atlanteans' behavior, Zeus sensed an earthquake or perhaps, you know, a series of earthquakes that made Atlantis sink into the sea in the course of one day and one night. But, you know, so when people talk about Atlantis, one of the first questions that, you know, that you're always going to hear when you bring up Atlantis is people always say, is it true or not? Mm-hmm. Is it, was it, you know, like, kind of like we talked about, mm-hmm. like, right when we opened this episode, mm-hmm. is, Atlantis tr- is Atlantis real or not? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this, and like we mentioned earlier in the episode, there's so many theories, so many theories that, you know, that you could that spring out from the, from the topic of Atlantis, like you know, like one of the theories was like Atlantis. You know, it was a mid-Atlantic continent that suddenly sunk into the ocean, which is just basically what we talked about. How it wasn't this magical city; I was just this island that fucking for whatever reason Plato fell in love with, and just it just sank. Mm. And one of the most interesting ones was that Atlantis was swallowed up by the uh, Bermuda Triangle. So, Archie, can you read that next? Yeah. So in. Uh Talking about the Bermuda Triangle in the 1970s, uh, a sir by the name of Charles Berlitz, he was the grandson and founder of the well-known Bandwich Schools and the author of many books on paranormal phenomena. So a colleague of yours? Technically, you guys are in the same, yeah. <laughs> in the same line of work? The 1970s, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, he, this guy, Carl Berlitz, he claimed that Atlantis was a real continent located off the Bahamas, and then it had been fallen victim to the notorious Bermuda Triangle, a region of the Atlantic where a number of ships had supposedly disappeared under mysterious circumstances. And not just ships, it was also planes of any sorts. From yeah. what I, I mean, at least from, from what I heard, the Bermuda Triangle is like this kind of like no man land of if anyone crosses that little triangle, you're kind of dead. For some reason, there's been encounters of like planes and ships just completely shutting off and just disappearing. Eventually, I'm gonna want to do an episode on the Bermuda Triangle. Hey. Like, like that's one of the episodes that I want to get on. Uh-huh. But one of the things about the Bermuda Triangle that I uh, that I read that the Bermuda Triangle and then, and there's not just the Bermuda Triangle. There's also the Devil's Triangle, which is not too far away from it. Oh, okay. but, but it basically happens the same thing. It's basically the same thing, but oh. it's just Bermuda Triangle is the most well-known one for winner for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It's this apex of where the different seas. I mean, the different winds of the seas meet. And that's where, like, different cur- underwater currents hit. So when trips and ships and well, well, mostly a lot of, ele- like, electrical things, mm-hmm. like, I don't know the right words for it, but once they hit that certain zone, mm-hmm. all these different winds and all these, and, like, there's always storms. Mm-hmm. So it always throws off the electricity. It turns shit off. And when boats, 
when boats get that, you know, when boats drive fucking, um, they sail through the Bermuda Triangle, they have to go against three different currents coming, going inside. So when you're getting bombarded from side to side, it gets to the point where eventually you're just going to tip over. Yeah. And the same thing with airplanes. As you're driving through, you're getting hit with from each side, from all sides, different wind currents. And you're going, what? How fast do planes go? 200, easily 200 miles an hour? Even more. So you're getting hit from the side and the front and the bottom from different sides, and eventually, you know, they're just going to go down. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, one of the things that happens that's going on with the Bermuda Triangle. And it's actually a law. I don't know if it's still around, but it's, like, uh, like a law where it's, like, don't go near it. Like, it's, like, if you go through it, you can get in trouble. And, like, it's a law. Like, if you're t- taking, like, if you're a pilot, uh-huh. there's, like, a law that says you, you can, you're not allowed to go through. If you're a boat, you're not allowed to go through. And this isn't a small region either. It's like freaking, I don't even know how many miles long. I'm pretty sure it's pretty long. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it has to be pretty long. Yeah, but um, continue. Um, and so this is one of, one of the, 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 the theories that um, Carl Bellis talked about. And he said that, well, the Bermuda Triangle, uh, it, it basically drowned Atlantis. And supporters of the theory point to the discovery of what looks like a man-made walls and streets found off the coast of Bimini. And although scientists have evaluated these structures and they found them that they're, not, that they're just basically natural beach rock formations. So they're, they're saying basically that Atlantis might be there, but then there's scientists saying that. <laughs> 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 Which is basically this whole episode. You know, this is just one of the, the places. I that mean, it could be there. It yeah. could be. It could be there. But then, of course, people who speculate this—they're—they're they're always going to get um, told on by scientists saying that. Well, you know, this this might be just a, a geological or geographical formation of. This is just natural. This is what happens. And like, there are there are there is, there, there are a lot of ge- there are, there is a lot of shit mm-hmm. that is made by nature that looks like it's man-made. Basically. So that's a, that's one of the things that kind of fucks up the whole, that messes with the Bermuda Triangle, yeah. I mean, with the Atlantis myth. Like, yeah. yeah, it could be there, or it could just be, you know, just coincidences. Yeah. And, you know, and still talking about the theories, you know, like different theories that come out. One of the other theories is that Atlantis was Antarctica. Another one is that the story of Atlantis was just a mythical retelling of the Black Sea Flood. And uh, this Atlantis is the story of the Minoan civilization, which flourished, which flourished in the Greek islands circa... 2500 to 600 BC and finally Atlantis didn't exist at all that Plato just flat out invented it well can you read the next paragraph <coughs> yeah <clears throat> most historians cited throughout history have come to the conclusion that Plato's account of the lost kingdom of Atlantis was fictional according to this argument the Greek philosopher invented Atlantis at his vision of, of an ideal civilization and intended the story of its demise to be cautionary? Yeah, mm-hmm. to be a cautionary tale. Cautionary tale. Hold on, I'm fucking blind. I thought that was a fucking oh, Cautionary tale of the gods punishing humans. Human hubris? Yeah, what human hubris. hubris. Like human, like human, um, like pride. Basically. Um, you yeah. know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they think okay. that all that. So, no written records of Atlantis exist outside of Plato's, Plato's dialogues, including in any of the numerous other texts that Atlantis... Wait. No written records of Atlantis exist outside Plato's dialogues, including in any of the numerous other texts that survived from ancient Greece. Uh, furthermore, despite modern advances in ocean... Oceanography. Oceanography and ocean floor mapping, 
No trace of such a sunken civilization has ever been found. Yeah, so, you know, like, there's, there's still, you know, they're still doing, t- uh, well, I, I don't know if still, but there's been tests of ships literally just driving to the Bermuda Triangle or planes flying high enough over the clouds to see if they can map the ocean, like, mm-hmm. shit like that. And they just can't, you know, you just can't find, the, uh, yeah, nothing for them to find, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, that's what those shales in the history and others and those other unreputable news sources, you know, they would like to believe, you know. But right now we're living in a, a Trump's America. This is all about alternative facts. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. here we're all about the alternative facts. And the first of two alternative facts that we'll be discussing on this episode being that the lost continent of Atlantis was vaporized in a horrifying nuclear attack by aliens who wanted to destroy all evidence of their landing on Earth. Yes, I'm talking about aliens destroyed Atlantis. They're like, yeah, man, you, y'all know too much. We're going to destroy Atlantis for you. Yeah, you know, so, you know, that's the theory. At least that's the theory offered by a top Russian ast- astrophysicist, which kind of fits right now since Russia's in right now Trump's being investigated with all his oh. Russian ties. Everything's coming together, man. I wouldn't be surprised if during the Trump administration we find out so you know a little something about Atlantis, but you know that's the you know that's the theory offered by a top Russian astrophysicist to explain the sudden and mysterious disappearance of the ancient city state more than forty thousand years ago. A radioactive cloud unleashed after nuclear missiles were launched from starships blanketed the Earth in a deadly shroud that wiped out many species of prehistoric animals, according to Doctor uh, Anatoly Rubin, uh, Rubinus. Some of the animals were. Actually, if you could read the next the one. The woolly mammoth, the saber-toothed cat. Yeah, so I found out that the saber-toothed tiger is actually a saber-toothed cat. So it was not a saber-toothed uh-uh. tiger? Those, it was, those never existed, technically. The, the actual term is saber-toothed cat. Saber-toothed cat, yeah. all right. Yeah. The giant sloth were among the, the creatures, uh, which fell victim to this deadly exposure. Uh that's what the you know that's what the Saint Petersburg professor says. Gotcha. Here's here's a little something that you know is completely off topic, but that 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 this just reminds me of. In Russia, there's this block of ice. It's like, it's yeah, it's Russia. It's in the Gulag, right? It's Russia. The Gulag is the northern states of Russia where it's like completely frozen, right? Yeah, yeah. There's this. I forgot the name of the fucking gas, but it's a sh- it's gas that kills. Well, what's the air? What's the gas that we breathe in that's mixed in with oxygen that could kill us if it wasn't for oxygen? Is it CO two? Yeah, carbon dioxide. It's, car- it's we c- we can't breathe carbon dioxide. We excel it, but we can't like. Okay. Take it in. Yeah. Well, there's like tons and tons of this carbon dioxide that I think that's what it was. That's underneath. That's that's being held underneath with the with the ice that's in the gulag in northern uh-huh. you know in northern Russia. Uh-huh. But because you know global warming and stuff, the ice is starting to melt. And if the ice melts, all this gas is going to come out. And it could literally, like, in a matter of days, wipe out the whole earth, right? It's this gas that's literally underneath this sheet of ice in Russia and the Gulag that's being melted. And there's one thing that could save us. Uh, And and it's the woolly mammoth. The woolly mammoth eats the ice and eats it, and it breathes it in, and it breathes it out. So there's this vice... This is Vice documentary episode thing, where they where they found a woolly mammoth, uh, a woolly mammoth uh, tusk, mm-hmm. and they're cloning it. They're gonna clone a woolly mammoth, so they could help and clear this patch of ice thing out. But they're trying to, but now they're trying to figure out if we clone enough woolly mammoths, we're gonna need to take them out. Mm-hmm. So, what? So the woolly mammoth had a predator, and it was the saber-toothed cat. Yeah. So, the, so for so they're gonna 
clone the woolly mammoth, and then they're going to clone the saber-toothed cat to take out the woolly mammoth. But then the saber-toothed cat's going to kill all the humans, <laughs> so we need another predator to kill the saber-toothed cat. Well, actually, if you could... Oh, uh, yeah, actually, um, Josh. Uh, actually, if you could read the next part. Okay, so uh, Atlantis had been an advanced culture, most likely because the aliens had selected it for space outposts and had trained its humans inhabitants in the sophisticated sciences and arts. Ruben, Rubenus contended in a recent article in his theory, but the attack literally bombed mankind back to the Stone Age. It took centuries for, for man to begin to climb back to even the most primitive of social systems. So is he basically saying that Atlantis was such a... a advanced culture that after the quote-unquote aliens took this the civilization out we had to literally start from the they started from from scratch and there's uh, another theory that you know how uh you know after you know after the greeks whatever i i i I think that's the timeline it was after the greeks you know the greeks that were like the epitome of you know of human advanced civilization after Mm -hmm. they went down then it was the Egyptians, mm-hmm. you know, the whole Egyptians and the pyramids and all of that stuff. Well, there's a theory saying that the and when Atlantis fucked, you know, when Atlantis blew up or sunk or you know whatever the theory you want to believe in, the Atlanteans still survived and they spread out. And when they spread out, they went in different directions. Mm-hmm. And they and because they were so such high, you know, whatever, they're such advanced, they spread out and the Atlanteans they became. The Egyptians, and then these became the Aztecs, and then uh, they became like there's that theory going around where oh like shit, where crazy. they just spread out. And I mean, they always talk about how all these different civilizations were like way beyond their time. Yeah, and there was and and they were saying like th- that theory kind of explains why you, there's similar statues in the Aztec than there is in Japan. And in Japan, they have similar statues in you know in Egypt, and they have mm-hmm. you know s- structure or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where there's there, there was no kind of worldwide contact. That's where like it spawned. Like that's there's a, that that theory that kind of explains all of that. And you know how they say that some of the pyramids, they weren't built for um, as a tomb because in ancient Egypt that's what pyramids were. They would build a tomb for a king, mm-hmm. and he would be at the bottom chamber, and the tomb, you know the pyramid was just just a show off, and then he'd just get buried. But there were some that were, that are not tombs. Mm-hmm. Or there's just pyramids. They're just buildings. And, and a lot of, and there's a lot of theory going on that they were used as. Um, as like Tesla coils, where pyramids were used to gather electricity, and there's like like the way they're built is like how some, how like the back of like the inside of phones are built, like the way the things zigzag. Like there's a bunch of different shit, and that theory and that and the Atlanteans had that too. Supposedly that that uh, knowledge was passed down after Atlantis went away into Egypt, and then they started it, and then the Aztecs started it, and then mm-hmm. ancient you know Japan, ancient China started it. So there's like that that interesting. Little theory pops oh, out. Do you want to read the next? <coughs> the next segment? No. Yeah, just the next five bullet points. Yeah, the next five bullet points. You good or you can't read? No, I can. It's just um, I don't know. I feel like it's like I'm someone who needs to be structured mm-hmm. and just throwing it out there. Like I just don't. I just feel lost reading it just like that. I like to transcend, but that's just me. I mean, because it feels like if I'm reading it, it's just straight reading. Like, well, I mean, I, I personally don't like that, so that's why I feel like I'm off. Well, I mean, well, this is just gonna be just this episode, and then from now on, we're just gonna do it how we each. No, no, no. I, I mean, I like it the way it is, 
It's just like it just throws your groove it off. Just, if you would have been like, all right, Josh, you're gonna read these bullet points, so just practice it, and I'll get the groove off. But that's just the way I work. Mm. Um, but if you want me to read it, just like plain like that, and I'll I'll do it. But yeah, fuck it, yeah. Yeah. That w- yeah, yeah. Just read it. That way we have some some of your audio too. You know, that way it's not just me and actually going back and forth. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so whenever you want to start, you can get... Oh, okay, cool. Mm. <clears throat> Rubenist's revolutionary ideas are based on 27 years of research into the origin and evolution of planets in the solar system. The scientist said his studies reveal normal developmental patterns followed by most planets, but strangely altered in the Earth's history. Cataz- A cataclysmic? Cataclysmic and profound change in the Earth's environment more than 40,000 years ago coincided with the disappearance of an entire continent once located in the southern Atlantic. Rubinus says levels of radiation rose alarmingly in one brief period at that time, indicating what may have been a powerful nuclear event. Yeah, so right now, this theory that they're talking about how there was a nuclear event, Mm -hmm. there's actually proof of that in like real-life science that they're saying... We don't know where this spike of new of radiation of radiation came from, and there's proof of it in the Earth, where the um, like uh, if you guys you know this is you know like a completely different plug for whatever, but this is episode of the Joe Rogan experience where he brings two scientists, and in their theory they're talking about they're trying to bring out this new theory about how dinosaurs went away. Mm-hmm. What we believe in, you know, what the modern consensus is that it was just the Big Bang theory. Uh, asteroid came and hit and it wiped out the earth but there's a lot of things that kind of don't add up with that theory and the theory they're trying to pass is that there was this huge wave this huge like monster wave i think they said it was like two miles long that happened you know this wave that passed through the world it just it, you know it's basically a f- at when it's that big and it's going that fast it's basically a, you know it's basically a bomb it's just taking everything out uh-huh. and with that and while they're doing while they're investigating that thing there's spikes in um, in radiation in the Earth's crust. Uh, well, I don't know if it's the Earth's crust or there's some rocks where it's mm-hmm. just like like nuclear lab, like nuclear bomb level spikes where there's nothing that could have that could have created it except for a nuclear bomb. But this was hundreds and thousands of years ago, and there's this theory going around where they're saying like maybe it was like the sun where it had one of those uh, what do you call it when the sun just bubbles out, you know? Solar flares. Yeah, it's like a solar flare, but it still doesn't account to it. Like the high level of radiation, mm-hmm. they don't know where this radiation came from. They we have they we just know that for a period of time there was this huge spike that hit the Earth and then it just went away. They have no idea. They don't know if it was this ast- if it was an asteroid from space that carried something and hit and it just created it, mm-hmm. or you know like what we're talking about it was aliens. Mm-hmm. So like that's that spike of radiation is like actual like that's actually real. They just don't know like. Yeah, we, we have so well, like it's documented. It, it's yeah, like, yeah. Like uh, in that episode, they they talk about it. Like there's they bring out proof and proof, like texts and documents and shit that they've been studying for like 15, 20 years. But because they talk, uh, they're saying that they're on that epi- that they're on that show to talk about that theory because, um, like every like everything else, uh, science and and like you know like science, it's a business. Mm-hmm. And a lot of professors, they don't want to accept new theories that cancels out their theories because they have oh, books, they have gotcha. classes. They spent 30, 40 years studying this. And if they're wrong, they're just like, fuck, I can't sell anything 
Because in order for you to be great at something, you have to focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're 60 years old. You spent 40 years of your life studying it. And you're making a life of it. You're teaching classes. You're making books. You're doing all these talks and shit. And then, you know, when you're 60, someone's like, no, dude, you're wrong. This, this is what we think is going on. Right. You're not going to want it. You know, it's, it's, it's hard for people, you know, to put the ego to the side. So they're just like, no, you're a quack. You have no proof. And, uh, and that's what these two guys are. So like in, in, the, in the science, yeah, like in the science community, they're considered like quacks, like because they're just throwing out these random ideas, uh-huh. and they talk about it. Like, yeah, we bring ideas, and we have 15, 20 years worth of evidence and document that back us, and we go into these talks, and basically they just when they go out and talk, the professors just put their ears in their uh, their fingers in the ears and turn their backs and walk away. Nope, I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. I'm not right. hearing it because they've just, just, just that their theories are so indoctrinated in in science. And imagine if that is true, if like it, there was no Big Bang Theory, uh-huh. like it's not just science. All these uh, 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 companies that make books for schools, uh-huh. they're gonna have to decontinue all their books. All this, mm. Yeah, people. So it's like this huge like thing where it's like it's not just it's gonna it's gonna have a domino effect. Yeah, yeah. And they're just gonna be like, "Fuck it, just don't, just don't, just don't listen to them." And these two scientists, these two archaeologists, are like, "No, like, even if it puts a, you know, even if it does suck, that we have to change it. That's the right thing to do. That's what we're here for for us to do. Science, you know, that's what science yeah, is all about. Science yeah. is not about opinion; it's about facts, and we yeah. just can't, yeah. you know. And yeah, so that's what that episode is. There's these two scientists. You can find it. He doesn't have a lot of guests, like a lot of episodes with two guests. Mm-hmm. So if you if you guys look up Joe Rogan Experience on YouTube or on or on um, iTunes, mm-hmm. you guys could eventually find it. It's in the f- 500s or no, it's like in the 700s. Mm-hmm. Like these episodes, it's it's like three hours long. It's fucking great. It's fucking amazing. And it's just on that theory. Yeah, yeah, like. They, they're there to talk about it, and, you know, like, Joe Rogan's curious as shit, so he yeah. keeps asking them these different questions, and they bring it up. But that's a really interesting episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, so if, if, if all those listening, you guys should check that out. If anything we just talked about, you know, intrigued you. You know, but back to our episode, well, after what my brother just said, um, Rubenis, he goes on to say, while there's no way of knowing precisely what occurred on Earth at that time, my theory answers many questions raised by archaeologists geologists and paleontologists what's more there's every indication that aliens in fact do visit earth from time to time and have the capability of landing and establishing bases i believe that eons ago alien ships colonized here mingling with earthlings and helping them the colony has survived in mythology as the famed continent of atlantis a wondrous society that was extremely advanced for its time mythology also indicates that atlantis disappeared suddenly and catastrophically leaving no trace behind. Hachi? Rubinus theorizes that the aliens became alarmed by the Earth experience. Perhaps when colonies bred with earthling, earthlings and their uh, allegiance to the motor planet was weakened. A decision was made to evacuate the colony and destroy all traces of alien presence on Earth, Rubinus said. You know, and um, earlier in the week, I had, I had asked you guys mm-hmm. where you guys thought Atlantis was located, Right. Everyone, you know, Renee's not here. My brother, I asked him, and Achi, I asked you. Everyone said in the Atlantic Ocean and around the Bermuda Triangle. When people think of, you know, that's basically what people think when they think of Atlantis. Well, 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 well what do you think it could be? Uh, obviously, the namesake, oh, somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. Right. And if you right. get, and if you're more involved in, you know, if you know a little bit more Atlantis and stuff like that, now the theory is you're going to be like maybe in the Bermuda Triangle because a lot of, a lot of times both of those are kind of, intertwined with each other mm-hmm, 
you know, but I only asked you guys because, you know, like many others, hundreds and thousands of people have been looking in the wrong place for hundreds of years because Atlantis is, uh, has already been found and you never expect it where. And according to the next theory, Atlantis has been found in Morocco. Of all the damn places, the ancient civilization was destroyed by tsunami and the remains are hiding in plain sight in Morocco. Hachi, can you read the next part? So, to this Morocco theory, explorers have traveled to Crete, Malta, Sicily, and Stantorini in search for the mysterious metropolis of Atlantis. Described in great detail by by the Greek philosopher Plato, But a computer expert has challenged these theories after he claimed the lost city did not sink at all. And he said he had tracked down the site to an area on a land in Morocco. So someone by the name of Michael Hubnier claimed that Atlantis was uh, overwhelmed by a tsunami, which then receded, leaving the remains undiscovered near the coast of Marrakech. The German computer expert formed his theory using mathematics to calculate the precise GPS coordinates of the lost city. He meticulously gathered every detail he could from Plato's uh, Timaeus. Timaeus, I think it's pronounced. And Critias. 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 Which describe Atlantis in detail and gives in a total of 51 clues about the mysterious city. Yeah, all right. So basically what, you know, what Atra just told us, there's this guy, Michael Hubner, who... You know, he read Plato's, you know, he read Plato's uh, epic poem. And in the epic poem, like, he, he just, he doesn't, he he not only describes the city, but he describes traits around the city. You know, like, you know, like, you know, like, for example, he just talks about, oh, you know, Atlantis is this big thing, 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 with huge mountains to the left of it, where, you know, this, where a river wants to, you know, he describes it. So what Michael Hubner did. You know, like any bored asshole does, he just grabbed all the information from the poem, went on Google, and started tracking things down. Like, mm-hmm. where, where are there mountains with this river? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Where is this? Is this? Oh, okay. And he started narrowing things down where he finally, every, all, the 51 things, there's 51 examples of detail that Plato describes in the poem. And all, he found all 51 in this certain pocket in Morocco. You know, and some of these clues include that uh, Atlantis was near the sea. And had a ring-like structure surrounded center. You know that's what we read in the in the beginning of the episode when we were talking about how Plato described Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And uh, crucially, it was all set to be 3,100 miles from Athens. And this area includes uh, Europe, Africa, and middle in the Middle East. Other clues were that Atlantis was not in ancient Europe or Asia and had a very high and had very high and big mountains, with Morocco having the Atlas Mountains. It was also lay, and that was also said to lay west of Egypt and Terrania. So he grabbed all these clues from the poem and started deducing shit down. And he's like, "Oh, I found it. It's in uh, Morocco." And you know, using these details, Hummer put the measurements into a computer program and used the math, which divided the area into 400 squares. Hummer marked the areas where more characteristics were present and came out with one region which had the most clues. The South, I think it's pronounced the Seuss Massa Plain, in Morocco. You know, it's about 100 miles south of the Marrakesh. He then took the GPS coordinates and went to have a look himself. He actually he actually went out and looked for himself. Mm-hmm. And what he found appeared to have many of the attributes of the Atlantis described 2,600 years ago by Plato. And, you know, by Plato regarded as one of the greatest Western thinkers. So, um, well, can you read the next six? Yeah. The site was in a desert basin just seven miles from the sea, and in the center was a small mound. 
similar to the raised area at the heart of the ancient city described by Plato. Surrounding it, uh, surrounding it were circular dry riverbeds matching Plato's description of the city being surrounded by uh, concentric circles which alternated between land and sea. Hubner concluded it was highly improbable that all the characteristics of Atlantis were present in this area purely by chance. The findings are described in Mark Adams' book. The theory is described as the most convincing on paper by Mark Adams in this book. Meet me in Atlantis. Yeah. No, so Hubner, he formulated this theory in 2008. This theory was just recent. Oh, snap. It's recent. It's, well, um, recent. It's, what, nine nine years? Ten still, years? Still pretty recent. Yeah. But, you know, before he died in 2013, he met Adams and took him to, to the precise site he had pinpointed from his calculations. The theory differs from many hypotheses that place Atlantis as a lost city beneath the sea, as described by Plato. Earlier this year, a form of metal which is, uh, was found beneath the sea off the coast of Sicily and is believed to have come from the lost metropolis. A total of 39 ingots were found in the wreck of a 2,600-year-old cargo vessel thought to be from Greece. So this dude That's found true. it. He went and, you know, and um, if you guys are interested in, you know, trying to see these pictures, you guys can find more uh, on uh, the website, the dailymail.uk. You can see pictures of that Hubner actually took. He's standing in the circle in, you know, the circular plane. He's, he's standing there. He takes the pictures. He's t- he, t- he took the pictures of the mountains. Mm-hmm. And like in that, and then um, you could find like artist renditions of the poem, like without you know with the people not you know, these artist renditions from hundreds and thousands of years ago, they drew what Plato wrote, and you can put them side to side, and it's like almost like fucking like like identical. Oh shit, it's crazy. Yeah, so that's one of the, so that's one of the theories where Atlantis was Morocco, and if it is, I'm kind of bummed because I still kind of wish it was underground. Like I kind of still yeah. like Atlantis needs to be underwater, <laughs> you know, and like these pictures that you see. They're not that. They're not that great. I mean, they're good pictures, but they're really underwhelming. They're, you know, it's just grass and like little formations on the floor. And like this is where we thought this wall could be. This mountain, you know, there's like a little formation over there. This is where this could be. You know, there's no building. There's no towers. There's no flying alien fish motorcycles. There's no huge stone faced gods protecting Atlantis. Kira's not there. Akira. Akira, the princess oh. from the movie Atlantis. <laughs> Not turtle. <laughs> Not turtle, man. All right. And then uh, there was something you wanted to add to this, to all uh, of this, right? Because you certainly wa- cause you recently just watched something. Yeah, uh, I, I was watching some some stuff from Naked Science. And by the way, History Channel is suck, man. Look, do you, do you, look, do you think History Channel got shitty? Because I watched a lot of shit on History Channel, too. And it's just like, I don't remember, like, it got real shitty. Yeah, it, it, it used to be real good, real do, interesting. Do you think it was it was really interesting because we were a lot younger or because the shows were a lot better? My brother looks like he just tasted dick. He's drinking, <laughs> he's drinking coffee, well, and he just I, took a sip from it. I and he's, can't tell if that's, like, dried coffee or coffee shit. Coffee or a bug landed on my... It doesn't fucking matter. Carry on, dude. Carry on, carry on, man. Yeah, because, you know, the, the, there's a lot of things that we thought were real cool when we were younger that do not I mean, age. Like, Mortal Kombat was one of those movies. I 100% regret watching Mortal Kombat yeah. recently. Oh, yeah. S- same with uh, Smallville. Oh. Smallville, when we grew up, I know it's a different topic <laughs> and all. Yeah. I, 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 me and him used to watch it, like, religiously. We did. And yeah. I have a friend who loves Smallville. Like, that yeah. particular fucking Clark Kent, yeah. whatever. 
And he's like, hey, dude, shoot through. Let's rewatch this uh, fucking old school show. I was like, fuck it. I'll give it a try. First episode, I was just like, nah, I can't. I can't. It was too corny, too cheesy. Too corny, too I'm cheesy, like, too much same with, Yeah, same with Digimon, too. I just love that what? show. What? No. I'm rewatching it. Hold rewatch on, it. Rewatch it. I haven't. I haven't rewatch I'm it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not going to rewatch it. Don't rewatch it. You will cringe. I'm not oh, going to rewatch it. One-liners at, oh, my God. I'm not going to rewatch it. Pokemon, held, Pokemon holds up. It still holds up. The old shows, it's, they still hold up. They're still corny. But they hold up. But they hold up. Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched an episode in quite a while. But I mean, I prefer like Digimon said, I'm not gonna watch it. to be honest. What? Yeah. Pokemon is there, Digimon little... was Pokemon light. Bruh, no. Bruh. I feel like there's a lot more action happening in Digimon than there is in Pokemon. Po- sure. uh, nope. Yeah. Nope. Right? Action-wise, yeah. yeah. Action-wise, yeah. Like, Pokemon had a lot of DBZ going on where it was a lot of filler. Yeah. But yes, like there is a lot of filler. But the thing is, like Pokemon's the shit. Fucking typical nineties kid. Over Not here. only that, Pokemon gets you feeling some type of way, bro. Yeah, it, Pokemon it gets just, to your emotions. It still yeah, has some the episode, Charizard episode. The Charizard, the Butterfree. The Pikachu. The Pikachu. You would not cry harder in Pokemon episode than that Charmander episode. No. Nope. Hey. Where Ash is walking through and he sees the Charmander. Or, Charmander the first, or the first episode with Pikachu. Where he just shocks everybody? Yeah, where, 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 where Ash will sacrifice himself to save bitch-ass Pikachu. Who nah, that's different though. Fuck no, Ash, though. Fuck Ash. Nah. Fuck watch. Ash. Put the episode right now. You're going to be like, damn. Damn. If two were to, like, if Ash or the Charmander would die, I'd cry for the Charmander. I wouldn't cry for Ash. Ash is... He's yeah. 10. That's fuck him. Yeah. He's still <laughs> 10, bro. <laughs> he's still 10. <laughs> he's still 10. That's crazy, oh, man. But yeah, but yeah, but do you think that's what's going on with History Channel? Do you think it's because we watched it a lot <laughs> when we were younger? I, that, that it, to we be thought honest, it was. To so be honest, I think it's it's mostly like depending on on the, well, on the topic. One, it's depending on the topic, and two, which is before they're a lot more factional. Now there's just like they're trolls. Is it not? Or is I hate that. Like trolls. all those Bigfoot shows, all those. Yep. Like, like they have a what's the name of that one fucking show where they just talked about nothing but monsters. <coughs> I think it was called Monster Quest. Well, it was just one season, but they uh-huh. but they talked. You know, each episode was for a different monster. I think it was Monster Quest. Mm-hmm. One was the Loch Ness monster. One was the Jersey Devil. The next one was Bigfoot. The next one was you know all these different cryptic creatures, mm-hmm. and each episode ended with like, I mean, it could be true. <laughs> each each one they they go out into the forest. They don't find nothing, but they'll be like. You know, but there there are a lot of stories, so you know maybe it could be true. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, I still I still watch every single one of those fucking episodes, all it, those shows. You just have to because it's fucking hype. Because you don't because there there could be that one episode where you you don't watch and and they end up finding something. Like, do you guys remember a few years ago that mermaid documentary came out? That I think it was not History Channel. Discovery well, Channel. The Discovery Channel put. Yeah, where they got where they shit on right? It was debunked. And no, well the thing is. The, the the documentary is fake. The people that made it is fake. But oh the, snap! And they the, no, and they the, and Discovery Channel knew it was fake. Uh-huh. They just didn't present it as fake. They didn't put like a make. They just Discovery. You'd watch a documentary on Discovery Channel, you'd assume it's real. You know, and they're like, and the and the, the fucking thing in the documentary is called like Mermaids Found, on the Discovery Channel. You're like, <laughs> what? And you watched it, and I—I I remember I was doing the. I remember this was like three, four years ago. That that episode aired while I was doing a, when I was doing when I was working in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. 
Wild Wild Drive to Las Vegas. And I remember it aired the night before I went to Vegas. And when I got over there, that's all the guys were talking about in the other White House. Did you see that memory? I was like, nah, 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 I didn't see it. Dude, memories are fucking real. They have video. They have all these theories about how it started. Like, like, like wait, that documentaries. Wait, wasn't it the one about like there's a mermaid on like on a rock? Yeah, or not, not really. No well, rock. they actually have footage. There, it was like, on the sand or something, and it reaches out. Yeah, that, that documentary. That com- oh there, shit! Have you seen that documentary? I remember seeing. That. I was like, oh fuck, this shit is real. Yeah, the, there's that documentary. <laughs> Kill them all. <laughs> and there's a part two to it. There's a part two to it that the same people made. We just on played, Discovery Channel. We no, played. no, no. D- Discovery Channel learned. It yeah. got so much backlash. People were like, you pieces of shit. You're well, supposed yeah, to be credible yeah, source. Ex- exactly. Like, you're you're putting all this bullshit. <laughs> we had the whole, literally, it was like the whole world was like, what the fuck? Mermaids are real. <laughs> like, what else is the fucking government like? Because you know, the whole episode, the whole documentary is the government went uh, in and took everything. Like, the fucking government. This is true. Fucking Bush did do 9-11, that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, so there's all this shit. But like, everyone's like, hey, motherfuckers. Yeah, cut that shit, man. Uh, t- tell us what we took, cause I, we don't even know about this shit. Yeah, dude, that but that document is really, like, it's really, it's fuck interesting as shit. Yeah, but it's all fake. Yeah, like I watched it. <laughs> but it's all fake. I watched, Again, it's all fake. I watched it like a few months after it came out, uh-huh. after the whole debunking bullshit happened. I'm like, oh, so it is fake. All right, cool. And I watched it, and I knew it was fake. I'm like, is it? <laughs> is it? And then, like, recently, I watched it with my girlfriend. Like, she had never seen it. So uh-huh. so I ended up finding it on YouTube, I think. Uh-huh. And we watched it. And then she was the same thing. We watched it. I'm like, you know, it's a fake doc. I told her, it's a fake documentary about mermaids. And, and I told her the whole background and the whole backlash. We we finished. Literally, she turned around, and she's like, I think they're real. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, I think they're real. Th- they're onto something. They're onto something. <laughs> what else is the government hiding from us? All right, yeah, but go on. But, your but history anyways, channel documentary. We got derailed. <laughs> <laughs> poop on, on History Channel because, yeah, a bunch of freaking hype trolls, basically. Because it, it, that, that show ended with K. <laughs> <laughs> basically, because I, I didn't really get much of it. It's just like there's these two regions that they're, they're, the Atlantis might have been. Let's go search out for them. So they go, and then out of nowhere, freaking scientists come along, and, th- and he's just like, well. I mean, I get, maybe. Maybe, I guess. Nah, I don't think so. Do you, Do you think that has a lot to do with the success of a, the, the the Aliens show, and in, in, in the History Channel, where the History Channel's like, dude, fuck talking all this real shit, just talk all this fake shit, and just be like, I mean, it could be true. <laughs> I mean, you know, who knows? Because you know that the that what's that fucking show called? Which one? The the ones about aliens to do with the crazy hair, the one where he ends everything with. <laughs> Aliens. aliens. What's the fuck that show? Is it just called Aliens? Nah. Uh, nah. Prehistoric Aliens? Nah. I don't know what that fucking show is called. It's on the History Channel, though. Yeah, but do you think that has a lot to do with that? Where the History Channel is like, dude, we don't need to spend millions of dollars sending people to fucking Morocco to look for it. Just go on Google, find some shit, do some dope-ass pictures, talk some crazy shit, and we'll make money. Do you guess what it is? Honestly. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. Son of a bitch. Again, I'll you use your phone. Useless. <laughs> Two episodes in a row, your phone did not come through. Bruh. Yeah, so it's yeah. your Wi-Fi, bro. It's, so basically, that's what the that's what the documentary well, was. Just well that, that was. But then I, I looked at another one, way more fucking interesting. Thank you, Naked Science. But they they came up with a theory that the entrance. Well, this is go. This goes back to the whole. Um, 
Atlantis being out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. They their theory is that the entrance of Atlantis is right when the Mediterranean Sea meets the Atlantic Ocean. And right there, that's where they have the, what's called the, the two pillars. And those pillars are the pillars of Hercules. And that is kind of like the gateway, the entrance to Atlantis. So that's where you need a submarine to go down. And a big robotic crab is going <laughs> to fuck with you. And you got to go through this sinkhole that takes you down through this fucking tunnel. And you're going to pop out. And you're going to find these huge stone statues, arms spread out, touching fingertip to fingertip, protecting the city of Atlantis. Basically. And then you get flanked. By those oh, they did get flanked <laughs> yeah, by the Atlanteans. Milo got some of the Atlanteans, the Atlantean ass. Yeah, he did. He got sprung. Some of that ancient ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then they made a sequel. He got yeah. the sequel's not that great. I low key haven't great. watched it. I have not I watched, watched the either. second part. They oh, come back. The whole squad, the whole Pulevada? Right. I think so. Uh, I think the whole squad comes back, and Milo's still like Milo's like the king now. He's like uh, the hot shit now. Yeah. But yeah, the whole episode. I think I think they come back, or I think they have to go out. But I just remember everyone's reunited, basically. But none of the original voices are like it's completely new cast, like voices. Uh, so, voice it, like, so it kind of throws you off. And the original cast is like, this is bullshit. We out. Well, yeah, fuck, they made the movie. Like the movies, I think came out like five years after. After, after the original one. The sequel. Yeah. Damn. Which which did it hit theaters though? No, I think it was one of those like Straight direct DVD. to DVD. Yeah. Wait, so the Journey to Atlantis came out in theaters? No, I think no. I, I think, think both of them did, right? No, I don't. I, mean, I, I, I don't think so. Came out on, on DVD. On, oh, okay. yeah. I, I think it was one of those. I don't remember any commercials. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was direct to DVD. Yeah, yeah, but that's what. Yeah, so basically, so basically, that's the info we have on on tonight's episode on the Atlantis. So for those of you know, for those of you assholes that didn't listen to the first hour and five minutes, and just are listening to it like right now, we talked about Atla- the. We talked a little bit about Plato. About a th- you know about Plato's um, poem describing uh, Atlantis. Then we talked about a theory about how aliens nuked Atlantis, and then another theory about how Atlantis is not sunk underwater, but it's actually off the coast, off the coast in Morocco. But yeah, that's what we have for the Atlantis episode. Um, do you guys have anything else to say? Do you guys have anything else to add? Nope. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. It's I mean, maybe. Um, yeah. So you guys. Um, so we have a little more info on the the whole scheduling of the podcast. For now, we're gonna be a bi weekly podcast. We're gonna try to keep it to be at least an hour long each episode. Uh, but we're gonna be bi weekly, and once we get the rhythm of things, we're gonna eventually turn it into a weekly podcast. It's just four of us. We're gonna be able to turn out enough content and stuff, mm-hmm. and um, listen to next week's episode. So to find out all our so to find out all our social media sites, our Twitters, our Instagrams, our everything for the podcast, and hopefully the next week we'll fucking have Noé, have Noé, have Renee here. See, he he didn't show up, and I forgot his fucking name. So hopefully he shows up next week or the next episode. And uh, and Aji has a special uh, topic for us for episode number three. It's gonna be on insane asylums, y'all. <laughs> What sure. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, so you get so um, escapee here. Yeah. So you, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys um, tune in and uh, listen to the next episode where we talk about the insane silence. And as always, we are the Weird History and Any Tales podcast. Yeah.